Before entering seminary, I had an opportunity to go on a pilgrimage in Rome. And we arrived in the Eternal City in the evening, and it quickly became very apparent that the Wi-Fi in our hotel was terrible. So like any other good tourist group would do, we went in search of the internet and found it in abundance at a nearby coffee shop. And we got our espressos, and then suddenly the group fell silent because all of us were glued to our screens. It was right about then that God suddenly pricked my heart. And after taking a sip of my espresso, I looked up from my screen and glanced around the the coffee shop and I thought to myself, this is crazy. We're in Rome. There's so much beauty around us. What are we doing on our phones? So right there, I resolved to go and visit a nearby church instead of being on the internet. And stumbling along, I managed to find one. It's not very hard in Rome. And Mass was just ending, and after the final blessing, the entire congregation seemed to lurch forward together and hurry up towards this chapel that was towards the front of the church. So naturally, I went to see what the big deal was. And as the chapel came into view, I realized what everyone was looking at. Because hanging inside that chapel was Caravaggio's absolutely gorgeous painting of the conversion of St. Paul. And in that moment, I was completely astonished. I was blown away. It was one of those intensely full moments when you just know that you are exactly where God wants you to be. When you're absolutely locked into the Spirit's presence. When you believe down to your bones that God is real. I remember praying in that moment, God, please knock me down off of my horse whenever and however you need to. You have my permission. And as you might expect, I pretty much floated back to the hotel after this experience. Because I was, I was so grateful that God had nudged me in that way to, to leave that espresso bar. And I was more convinced than ever that God loved me and that he had a plan for my life and that he had a plan for every single soul that he ever created. Today, the church celebrates the great feast of the conversion of St. Paul. And I think my experience that night of being totally blindsided by Caravaggio's painting can give us a glimpse into what this feast is all about, ultimately. That Jesus is astonishingly real. And he chooses the perfect moment in each of our lives to interrupt our life in a compellingly attractive, yet somehow unobtrusive way. He's somehow able to demand our attention right here, right now, without being obnoxious or manipulative in any way. He gets us out of our own heads, off our phones, away from all of the distractions of all the various types of espresso bars that we accumulate. And why? Why does he do all of this? To prove to us that he is love. That he is the trustworthy master of our hearts. 
that what he did through the cross and the empty tomb has changed us forever. And now we belong to him. Paul had to come to grips with all of this when Jesus Christ crashed into his life along the road to Damascus, literally blinding him with love. Afterward, he would spend the rest of his days totally astonished by the reality of what Christ had done for him, allowing that fact to impact every aspect of his life. It's fitting that we celebrate this feast on the heels of the March for Life, because our witness yesterday shows that the reality of Jesus changed us, converted us, convinced us that every human person matters. So on this Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul, the question that I ask is this. Has Jesus become astonishingly real in your life? Or is he still more of like an abstract concept? Or like a nice idea? If you're having trouble answering that, as I often do, think of this. The Eucharist that we're about to share is not a nice idea. It's really, truly the same Jesus Christ who crashed into Paul's life on the road to Damascus so long ago with a blinding light. And now he wants to crash into us. And that is astonishing.